The Permission to Succeed podcast is brought to you by Thompson IM Funds, Inc. For more information about Thompson IM Funds, please visit thompsonim.com. Thompson IM Funds, smart investing starts here. Hello, and welcome to the Permission to Succeed podcast. This is your host, Doug Heikkinen. The Permission to Succeed podcast is about learning from and being inspired by people who found that at some point in their lives to throw all caution aside and just go for it. The genesis of this podcast is based on the great appreciation for the lives of Muhammad Ali and Dr. Martin Luther King and their world-changing impact. The Permission to Succeed podcast is brought to you by iris.xyz, the most helpful place for advisors to come and grow their minds and their businesses. Power your advice at iris.xyz. And our guest today is Sean Brown, who's the CEO of YCharts. Hi, Sean. Hey, Doug. Thanks for having me. How, what the heck is YCharts? Succinctly, it's a uh, SaaS-based investment research tool. I think of us like a Swiss Army knife for investment research. Wow. I guess we'll get into that a little bit more. <laughs> so you work with thousands of advisors. Yeah, all day. All day, every day. So how are you seeing advisors changing now? Um, well, so many ways. I, I think the biggest way we're seeing them change is... Uh, there's a, a real uh, confluence of factors that have made their fees be under significant compression. So I think the biggest way I've seen them change is how do I adapt to the stimuli that are creating fee compression and what do I do with my business based on that? So does that mean they're outsourcing stuff and becoming more relationship managers or how is, how is their businesses changing? Well, it's taking a lot of different flavors. Um, we're seeing some who are saying, I need to broaden my services. I need to get into life coaching, or I need to get into annuities, or I need to get into deeper financial planning. We're seeing some who are saying, I just want to go very deep in a vertical, so I am going to have phenomenal investment research. We see others who say, hey, I'm really about being a life partner, and I'm going to uh, try to digitize my customer base as much as possible, leveraging robos. So a lot of different flavors, but the, the big thing is a lot, of, a lot of practices out there with a lot of questions about how do I stand out, how do I grow, and how do I preserve my current book business. Does it seem like they're taking on too much and losing focus of what they're really there for? Well, it, it's really, really, I mean, really interesting question because we, we've seen a couple studies over the past few months that have really gotten us questioning some things. We're seeing, there was an Ignite study that came out uh, earlier this year that basically said one of the top couple reasons people leave their advisor is the performance of the portfolio. So you contrast that with the Michael Kitsis study that came out five, six weeks ago that said advisors are spending 10% of their time on investment management. That's a disconnect. If your biggest risk point is the thing you're spending 10% of your time on, um, yeah, one school of thought to answer your question is you better hone in your focus on that thing that somebody came to you for. They probably didn't come to you for life coaching. They probably came to you saying, help me meet my dreams through financially managing my nest egg. So value props are shifting in the direction that they may not be. Well, I think it's an important, there may be a little bit of a whiplash effect going on right now where uh, as opposed to just focusing on the roots and the core mission, people are looking for more exotic differentiators. And I just see that there's still a huge opportunity to get better 
that why people come to you, which is investment management. So maybe focus more on models and model portfolios and those kind of things. I think there are two things you can do if you're going to focus on investment management. Um, with the full caveat that most advisors, their, their week is fully subscribed and they don't have a lot of time. Uh, I think you can either go down the track of models and leverage the expertise of people who are spending every day managing portfolios and subscribe to a model, or you can completely outsource things to a TAMP and have them completely manage things for you hands off. And I guess there's probably a third flavor too, which is just go deep yourself. But if you're going to do that, you better be prepared to work hours 45 through 80 uh, in a week, just trying to get better at investment research yourself. So how do you see small businesses evolving? You've been involved in a lot of small businesses and built them and how are they changing? I think you have to really define who you are, who you are, what you stand for and where you're going. And, and if you've thought that through well enough, then you just need to commit yourself uh, faithfully to executing on that. And, and like with any small business, one of the biggest risks is getting distracted and trying to layer on too much complexity. Um, I'm just a big believer from personal experience, as well as all the advisor discussions we have. Keep it simple, stupid, you know, be really good at something. And once you've got that mastered, then take on more complexity. This may be a strange question for technology company, but how does, how does social media play into all this? Uh, you know, uh, social media is just another vehicle to communicate. And the one thing that I think uh, there are some advisors who are, way out in front on this, uh, the Ritholtz group, for example, who recognizes that social media is a channel to communicate on a minute-by-minute, hour-by-hour, week-by-week basis with either your current customers or your prospects. And what you really are trying to do is build trust. And sometimes trust comes through a, a dinner or, or tickets to a Bears game, sometimes trust comes just through repeated interactions where you feel like you're getting to know somebody. So I would say the thing that I think is a huge opportunity for advisors is it's not something that's going to pay off tomorrow or next week. You're building trusting relationships by getting your thoughts and perspectives and who you are as a human being out there. And that sure does make for fertile ground to build a uh, you know, a more of a commercial relationship over time. So we've talked about why people are leaving their advisors, value propositions, social media, you know, everything kind of about, but what you guys do. So how does this all fit into Y-Charts? Yeah. So, um, you know, we mentioned time is at a premium for advisors and we do two things. And, and at first I'd liken us in the space. I'd say, if you have an enormous budget, $20,000 or more per person, you can buy a Bloomberg terminal and you can learn an awful lot about the markets. Built uh, decades ago, so you're gonna have some technology limitations, but a very uh, deep tool. And at the other end of the spectrum, there's Yahoo Finance or Google Finance, which is fun and easy to use, but not very deep. Um, Ycharts is kind of at a really nice middle ground for advisors, which is all the depth of the high-end great data, great tools, easy to use, uh, great data and, and a broad set of tools, but very easy to use. So what we do is we help improve investment returns, number one, 
And that's the important thing. If you're gonna if you're gonna justify your fees, the best way to justify your fees is to justify them through outperformance. The other thing is we did a customer survey and they told us that we saved them almost four hours per week of time. So, you know, they told us, hey, their time's worth $200 an hour. The, the thing we're really happy about is, A, that says it's a high ROI, and B, they have four hours back to differentiate their value prop, to communicate with the prospect, to touch base with the current customer, uh, to set up a partnership to improve their practice rather than working on administrative things. So in, on our media platform, people send us articles to publish, and, and I see your charts occasionally come on in their stuff. So how does an advisor actually use you? What, yeah. what are the tools that you give them to present to their clients yeah. or those kind of things? Yeah, it's funny. One, one of the things I, I tell people when they say why charts, it's almost like if Jeff Bezos had named his company Online Books, you go, wait, 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 that's not what you do. We started as a charting application, but that's only one of, I mentioned a Swiss Army knife. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, if you want to stay abreast of markets, New get news and alerts. That's one of our blades. If you want to do a screening of securities and filter down 20,000 securities based on your parameters, that's another blade we do. Help you narrow a list of 20,000 to 15 interesting securities for you. Uh, another blade is uh, we have direct ties into Microsoft Excel. So for the inevitable spreadsheet, to keep it constantly updated with market data. Um, charts really huge to communicate through pictures. And so we help visual communication. And I can go on and on, you know, building model portfolio, staying abreast of economic data. What we do is we've got this Swiss Army knife and it's not one of those Swiss Army knives where it's those crappy ones you get at trade shows where the blade falls apart. It's one of those true legitimate Swiss Army ones where they're indispensable. And so we've got really, really high customer usage using a, a, a combination of those tools. Neat. So let's, let's change a little bit. Um, I want to talk about what, how you got formed as this entrepreneur who comes in and supercharges com- companies. Where did you grow up? Very transient family. I grew up, uh, lived in five different states, and I, in fact, moved to the Chicago area my senior year of high school. That's tough. Yeah. But it taught, me, it taught me a really important thing in my entrepreneurial career, though, which is you better embrace change. Because if you fear change, um, you're going to have some tough times. But if you look at change as a huge opportunity to grow and evolve, then that's what I learned growing up and living in a lot of different states. So launching out of high school, what happened then? Uh, Out of high school, went to college. Out of college, I I, I was a finance major, and I knew nothing about technology. Mm -hmm. And so for whatever reason, it made sense for me to become a computer programmer again. It seemed like I was throwing myself in over my head. And so I went to work for what's now Accenture as a software developer. And from from the, I'm trying to get to the path of this. So so I I went to Stanford, got an MBA, and then I I became, I said I wanted to learn what boardrooms are like. And I became a strategy and management consultant. Mm -hmm. And then I got a call just as I was starting to pay off my student debt. I was living out in California, got a call. Uh, from some software developers who said, we've started a software company. Would you like to come help lead? And I said, I don't really know how to lead a company. I just know what the textbooks say, but sure, I'm interested. What's the pay like? And they said, well, we don't have any money. (laughs) So I I, I talked to what's now my wife was then my girlfriend. And I said, 
hey, can we forget about these student loans for a few years? I'm going to go work for free. And uh, that got me started in my first software startup. So a lot of support there, a lot of belief in you from people. Yeah. Yeah. So then White Charts called. They've been around for five or six, seven years, and they were doing well. Uh, but uh, Several steps between there, which had me going into uh, public companies and having my, public co- having my private companies be acquired. But uh, after four more jobs, yeah, I, I was taking a long break. Um, I was leading a company in Chicago called Sedentix. And we were part of an acquisition by ICE for a little bit over $5 billion. And uh, I said, I'm going to take an extended period of time off. And then I found white charts. Mm-hmm. And uh, white charts was everything I looked for in, a, in a, a job. And that basically comes down to how do you feel on Sunday night when you know you have to go back to work. And I, I, I saw everything that would make me say this isn't a job. I saw a really, really good product. I saw incredibly passionate employees, and I saw fervently excited and delighted customers. Um, and, and the board made a simple request of me, which is carry the charge and, and put some adrenaline, some more adrenaline in it. How do you think you um, insert yourself into a company like that and have them embrace you? Because that's hard. You're not the founder, um, but now you're you, you're the flame keeper. You yeah. got to take this thing to the next level. I, I, I mean, I'm, I'm pretty simple. I just, you know, be yourself, um, have a, have a vision of where you want to get to together, understand it's a team and to be the coach of the team. That means you, you let stars do what stars do and um, you put them in a position to succeed. So it was actually pretty easy that uh, I came into a bunch of people who said, we could use some of the complementary skills you have, and uh, we have a shared vision. So what's, what's the future hold for YCharts? Um, we have about 4,000 customers now. Mm-hmm. Um, we have uh, been growing tremendously fast, and, and the way we've been going, growing really fast is by focusing. And we focused on wealth advisors. And we've got some great awards lately, you know, the, the top solution that wealth advisors are looking add in 2019, et cetera. So answer, first part of my answer is just keep doing what we're doing. Just keep serving our customers. Um, another one is we're starting to get deeper into the asset management space. Uh, wealth advisors are talking regularly with asset managers and uh, we've made some major inroads in the asset management space and just announced an enterprise relationship with John Hancock. So do what you're doing until you've, you think you've, you've mastered it then keep doing that and then layer in some other complexity. And it's, it's the same advice we talked about a few minutes ago with advisors is add complexity when you're ready to add complexity. Are you hopeful for the independent advisor going forward? I, I am very hopeful. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a, an entrepreneur at heart and I think um, there is an economic win-win for them and there's also a win for the end customer, but operationally, they have to figure out a way to justify their fees. And that's going to come through getting more efficient, getting a more owned value proposition, and just getting better at that thing called investment management. That is why people come to Wealth Advisors. Yeah. So we'll get, up, we'll get you out of here on this. For all those other entrepreneurs out there who may be struggling with the decision to go and either supercharge a company or, or start their own, what advice do you have for them? 
Um, first of all, you're never ready, and, and you shouldn't let that hold you back. Second of all, you have no idea what you're getting yourself into, and that's so glorious. It, it's so glorious to, to really be able to solve problems, but focus. Focus and let your passion be infectious. Um, that gets customers excited. That makes sure you have the right product market fit. That brings employees in who want to work with you on your journey. And ultimately, at the end of the day, it, it de-risks the, a very risky situation, which is having a small business. Sean, thank you so much for coming in and speaking with us today. It's been just a pleasure. Oh, really appreciate you having me on, Doug. For everyone at iris.xyz and the Permission to Succeed production team, this is Doug Heikinen. Thank you so much for joining us. The Permission to Succeed podcast is brought to you by Thompson IM Funds, Inc. For more information about Thompson IM Funds, please visit thompsonim.com. Thompson IM Funds, smart investing starts here.